2: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. homeshef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive
1: free dessert.
0: You're listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network is your host, Brady Trent?
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, and for the next 30 minutes or so, you will be locked on Thunder. And we all know what day it is today. It is the return of the King of the Prairie himself, Mr. Russell Westbrook. And the Houston Rockets come to Oklahoma City tonight, 7 o'clock tip-off. Russell's first game back in Oklahoma City since being traded back in July. And you can already t- I can already tell. Um, I don't know what it is about today, but it certainly feels big. It certainly feels special. Um, it's going to be a great, great time for Oklahoma City. It's going to be a great time for the fans tonight to show their appreciation for Russell Westbrook. I'm excited, not just necessarily for the, the basketball game, which should be a very entertaining, very fun basketball game between two good teams, but I'm also interested in just exactly how Russell Westbrook takes in the appreciation and the cheers, just exactly how the Thunder, the current Thunder team, reacts to those cheers, both former teammates of Russell Westbrook and now current Thunder players who weren't teammates of Russell Westbrook. But we'll get into that in a little bit. So first off, just like to remind everybody that I've been covering the Thunder since 2014, 2018 with 107.7, the franchise 107.9 in Tulsa. At some point, everybody, I will stop saying all this, but I'm still relatively low on the totem pole and a listener might listen to this particular episode for the first time and think, who is this asshole? So... Again, apologies if you've listened to the podcast consistently. Um, At some point, I will stop reminding everybody of everything that I've done. But one more time, you can find all my stuff at thefranchiseok.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at BradyDoesSports for Thunder Thoughts, and me retweeting all my articles, um, ideas, other podcasts that I do, like OKC82 from the franchise. You can also hear John Hamm, Jerry Ramsey, Madison Morris – and me on the Franchise Thunder Insider Show, uh, Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon. If you're out of the market, you can download 107.7, the Franchise's app. It's all for free, easy to use, and you can listen to us talk Thunder basketball and NBA hoops for two hours on Saturdays. But like I said, it it's the day. It's the day that Thunder fans have been waiting for, and really, it's understandable. It's Russell Westbrook. It's It's the guy. It's when you think of the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah some people might still think of Kevin Durant and I guess you're not technically wrong Kevin Durant is probably the best player to have ever played for Oklahoma City but Thunder fans will always point to Russell Westbrook and Thunder fans are going to continue to point to Russell Westbrook from now until probably the end of time Russell Westbrook the easiest way that I can explain it to you explain it to you. If you're not a Thunder fan and you just start getting into the NBA and you ask, why are Thunder fans so enthralled with Russell Westbrook? A guy that appears to be kind of an asshole. A guy that appears to be a basketball player that you can't necessarily win championships with because he's not efficient. He doesn't shoot threes well. He doesn't really play off the ball. He doesn't do all these basketball, team basketball things. Why are Thunder fans so in love with this guy. I mean, you can easily say things like, well, he chose to stay. He signed a max extension. Uh, Kevin Durant left and Russell Westbrook chose to stay. And in a small market like Oklahoma City, that means a lot. And that's certainly a part of the story. That's certainly a part of the equation when you're talking about Thunder fans' love for for Russell Westbrook. But then you've got to also understand that this franchise is still a very young franchise. They've only been around since 2008. And while they technically own the Seattle Supersonics history, they don't really recognize it in terms of publicly. They don't really... The Thunder, Brass, the ownership, the front office, as far as they're concerned, their history started in 2008. So in this franchise's short history, they've been incredibly successful. They've been to a finals. They've been to multiple Western Conference finals runs. They've had two MVPs. They've had a six-man of the year. They've had Defensive Player of the Year candidates, multiple other MVP candidates, just a lot of great memories. And it all came crashing down one July 4th morning when Kevin Durant announced via the Players' Tribune that he was going to the Golden State Warriors, effectively ending the Th- the Thunder's title chances in the short term until, of course, they were somewhat rebuilt when... Sam Presti was able to trade for Carmelo Anthony and Paul George, at least in the short term then. But at that moment, when Kevin Durant decided to leave, everybody was pointing to, okay, when is this actually going to get blown up? I mean, this is what happens, right? This is what happens when a big-time player leaves a small market like Oklahoma City. The team starts to suck. The team blows it up because small markets can only thrive through the draft. They're not going to attract other free agents, so it's going to end, right? And then Russell Westbrook decided to stay. Russell Westbrook chose Oklahoma City. He chose to stay here, and for Oklahoma City people, fans, Oklahomans, I mean, even those that aren't really that large of a sports fan, or even those that aren't really that much into basketball, because while Oklahoma City fans and Thunder fans are incredibly uh, fanatical and enthusiastic, this is still Oklahoma, it's still a football state historically, But basketball has still really crept up into the zeitgeist of Oklahomans, and Russell Westbrook is very much a part of that attitude. He's very much a part of that pride. And his choosing to stay in Oklahoma really built this legacy of he could do no wrong. And I mean that in the uh, with the utmost respect, he truly could do no wrong. Russell Westbrook when he led the team by himself or with Paul George, nothing really to write home about outside of his individual accomplishments, uh, averaging a triple-double for the first time since Oscar Robinson in 2016-17, winning the MVP that year, averaging a triple-double for the next two seasons. I mean, just things that we thought as basketball fans, basketball media that could never be done again, ever. Russell Westbrook did it. He did everything individually that you could possibly ask for. But this is the era of rings. You're supposed to win championships. That's all that matters, right? And that's true. If um, me as a sports fan for the teams that I root for, I'm not really big on moral victories. I want to see my teams win championships. I have a little bit of a higher standard, I guess. But still, you've got to you've got to temper expectations. You've got to adjust expectations according to what you're watching, according to what you're consuming. And when it comes to Oklahoma City Thunder basketball after Kevin Durant left, yeah, technically they they should have been better in the playoffs. They they shouldn't have been bounced in the, in the out of the first round, you know, maybe one or two of those seasons. Maybe they should have been a little bit better. Maybe Russell Westbrook should have been better, but you know what? None of that matters because like I said, he could do no wrong. His legacy was secure the day that he decided to stay and the day that he signed his his signature on his max extension. Unfortunately, that had to come to an end. Russell Westbrook's career couldn't end with a storybook-ending championship banner, um, playing with one team. He wasn't, going to, he didn't, he wasn't able to go to the way of Kobe, Dirk Nowitzki, Tim Duncan, staying with one team. Things happened, of course, as we all know. Paul George was traded. Russell Westbrook wanted another opportunity to compete for a championship. He wasn't going to be able to do that in Oklahoma City. And he was then traded to Houston. But still, Oklahomans will still revere him. Oklahomans will still always cherish him. And tonight it's going to be a very cool. It's going to be a very cool environment for Oklahoma City. And before we get any further, I just want to talk to you guys about My Bookie. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you can choose any game and call it? Well, My Bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between football season, the NBA, and the start of college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline and get into action with MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a Parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of big favorites this week, Parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Just use promo code NBA to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code NBA to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid.
0: In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall. Legacies will change forever. New goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and
1: ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. And welcome back to the Locked on Thunder podcast, everybody. Again, like, this is obviously going to be a Russell Westbrook-heavy episode. The Thunder didn't practice yesterday. Um, as of right now... According to the game notes, uh, no injury updates for guys like Danilo Gallinari or Nerlens Noel. D- Danilo Gallinari, of course, missed the Thunder's previous game that win in overtime against the Brooklyn Nets with the right calf contusion. And Noel has missed the last two games after rolling his ankle pretty gnarly bad in the Saturday night win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, but as of right now, no injury updates. But it seems like every time I put out these podcasts, everybody, as soon as I put them out... The game notes get updated, and then we get injury updates, so that's kind of the thing. Like today, I wanted to wait a little bit longer just for that reason, and it's 1 o'clock that I'm uh, recording this right now, so I have to get this out at some point, so apologies if by the time you're listening to this and that injury update has already taken place. The Rockets did play last night in a very wild shootout, exciting game against the Atlanta Hawks in Oklahoma's. Maybe some of o- some Oklahomans' favorite NBA player, Trey Young, with a 43-point triple-double. James Harden with a 40-point triple-double of his own. I don't know if that's ever happened. I think that that's the first time in NBA history that there have been two 40-point triple-doubles in the same game. Awesome. But the the Rockets will be on the second night of a back-to-back. It'll be an incredibly emotional night with Russell Westbrook. It's going to be interesting to see how the Rockets react to it. It's going to be interesting to see how the Thunder reacts to the energy in the building because the, the building is going to be Highly energetic, it's going to be loud, but it's not necessarily going to be loud for the team. Now, guys like Steven Adams, Terrence Ferguson, Billy Donovan, like those guys that have been with this franchise, with Russell Westbrook for the last few years, they're going to understand it. Guys like Shea Gildas Alexander, Chris Paul, I'm, I'm very interested to see how they react to it. And if you've listened to the podcast this week, I had Barry Trammell on from the Oklahoman. We actually talked about that in that conversation, and Barry brought up a very good point. Chris Paul is one of those types of people that likes to get into your head through reverse psychology. Um, you've heard it in multiple unrelated independent outlets. I mean, I've heard stories from Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers on The Ringer about Chris Paul using reverse psychology against him, trash-talking him from the court side. Um, Royce Young put out that awesome free-throw defense article on ESPN.com uh, about a month ago, uh, In it, Chris Paul uses reverse psychology when going up against somebody that's about to shoot free throws, so no question, Chris Paul looks for any and uh, any and all advantage he can find in the game of basketball to use against you. And it's going to be interesting. He could potentially do that with Russell Westbrook tonight, even though the fans are cheering for him. If Russ Westbrook comes out in um, in this game and just starts chucking up bad shots and missing them, you know, you know what Chris is going to do. He's going to say, "Hey, hey, big guy, keep shooting," just like Barry Trammell said. Your fans want it. Your fans demand it. Keep shooting. And if that happens, Russell Westbrook could very well shoot his team out of this game fairly quickly. But it is going to be interesting to see, like, what what happens if Shea Gills-Alexander blocks Russell Westbrook going to the rim? Or what happens if Russell Westbrook dunks it on Steven Adams? Like, how will the fans react? The, the easiest way that I could describe, like, my confusion as to like what happens in, if this scenario happens for tonight, would be, and I'm sorry if you've never been into professional wrestling, I used to be into wrestling when I was a kid, uh, probably just like every other kid around, before you found out that it was fake and scripted, but uh, my favorite wrestler growing up was Sting, Sting was always the good guy, he was always like a well-revered, well-liked by every single wrestling fan, um, never could do any wrong, but at the time they decided to, okay, let's make him a bad guy for once. And, you know, you're not supposed to like the bad guy. You're supposed to boo the bad guy. And then when they decided to make Sting the bad guy, the fans still cheered him. (laughs) And so after about a few weeks, they kind of scrapped that idea because it just wasn't working. Like, Sting was supposed to be a bad guy, but yet the fans still loved and cheered for him. That's about as close as I can get to comparing this situation with another situation. The fans will still love Russell Westbrook no matter if he hits a game-winning buzzer beater against this team, no matter if he goes 0-for-12 from the three-point line, no matter if he gets in a verbal argument with Chris Paul. The Thunder fans will still love Russell Westbrook, and they very well should. Now again, like I said at the top of the show, please feel free to go to TheFranchiseOK.com for all my Thunder columns and stories. I actually put out my Russell Westbrook story today. Um, and I guess I'll talk about it for just a quick moment, because to me, it's very important. Now, as a beat writer, beat reporter, you know, somebody that's that has the, abil- the privilege of talking to these guys on a day-to-day basis when they're in town, I, tr- I try to do my best to remind fans, to remind people that these guys are human beings. You know, when we lose sight of that, especially when you only watch them on TV or when you only see them in the arena doing one thing, playing basketball. And I'm not saying that you're you're doing it actively because in the story I describe how I acted how I kind of fell into that trap myself last season during a uh, particular day and it was the day where Russell Westbrook got his 20 20 triple double against the Los Angeles Lakers um, earlier that day at shoot around um, Eric Horn at the time of the Oklahoma now at the Athletic had asked was asking Russell Westbrook about Nipsey Hussle, who had been, uh, unfortunately, had been murdered, Russell Westbrook's friend in Los Angeles, just a few days prior. Eric didn't, g- barely got any words out, and Russell still shut him down. And and eventually, he, like, walked away from the scrum, and it was kind of an awkward situation. I couldn't tell if Russell simply didn't know what Eric was saying, because he had no reason to understand, like, that Eric was asking about Nipsey Hussle. I didn't know if it was so- something simple, as, something as simple as... Russell didn't want to answer Eric Horn's questions, which that happens, that has happened before, Russell will go weeks without talking to a particular media member for whatever reason he decides, and so after that scrum ended, I kind of found myself going, I don't like this guy, this guy is a, he's an asshole, I just, I just don't like, I don't like covering this guy, it's uncomfortable. And then the 2020 game happened, and then he revealed what the significance of that game, of that stat line, and then in the locker room, he gave me one of the best best answers that I he ever gave me in the, two, in the three years that I was able to cover him in person. And it helped remind me, you know what, I lost track of the thing that I try to do best. Remind people that these are human beings. Even Russell Westbrook, a superhuman supernova of a basketball player, I lost track of that. Shame on me. It is truly a privilege to cover and watch Russell Westbrook. It is truly a privilege to ask him questions. And yeah, is he difficult? Sure. But you know what? If I was a millionaire athlete and I had to answer questions all the time, every day, every game, after every win, after every loss, I'm sure there would be some times where I'd be a little annoyed myself. But again, please go check out that story at TheFranchiseOK.com. Hopefully you enjoy it. I did my best to paint the picture of Russell Westbrook, the player, the human being, as true, as genuine, as raw as possible. So please feel free to check it out.
0: Hey, guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Lockdown Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier.
1: Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. Everybody, please enjoy the game tonight. Be safe tonight. It's going to be a fun, fun atmosphere in Oklahoma City. It's going to be a great day for basketball. The weather is actually awesome. It feels like it's April already because it's not so cold. It's pretty. It's kind of chilly, but the sky looks gray. It looks stormy. This is what Oklahoma weather is all about. You know, it's, it's winter. It's January, but it doesn't feel like January at all. But it's going to be a great atmosphere for basketball. Um, feel free to subscribe to the OKC82 podcast uh, that I do for the franchise. That is a post-game reaction, so it it blends well with this podcast. I'll be on with Madison Morris and Ryan Chapman uh, tonight. So look forward to that, everybody. I look forward to a fun game. If you're in the arena, be loud. I want it to be a fun, memorable moment. So uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I'll talk to you later.